Society 13 Podcast Network Redefining Podcasts Society-13.com I like to listen You want to see something really scary? You bet Music Horror Art Politics And overall badass Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio For real Society 13 Networks. You seem to be a dog person, and uh, we have this dog, and she does not believe in sleeping in the a.m. Oh, my God. Up all night. Just crazy. Really? Oh, she's a sweetheart, though. Uh, 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 Boxador, we call her, but she's a lab boxer. Oh, my God. Boxers are like my weakness. Yes, and they are your weakness, absolutely, because they own you. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that goes for pretty much any dog, though, like... You know. Yes, I know. Uh, female boxers, supposedly, they, they pick one person or two, and that's it. <laughs> I think that way about most female dogs. They are <laughs> way more particular than males. Males, I have over the, you know, course of my career working with animals, yeah. um, have a, are generally just like more sweeter and more codependent, and I love that, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't have any kids. So uh, same here, same here. Those are our yeah. kids, furry kids. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, <laughs> uh, I, I love, I love a dog that's like, where's my mommy? I'm like, I'm your mommy, <laughs> you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, no, no, no. We're the same way. I mean, honestly. Um, I all right. I let's get the show on the road here, folks. Yeah, uh, folks, friends, it. and fiends. Thank you for tuning in to Kettle Whistle Radio. Now, here's the thing. Um, you were Michelle Walters when I met you. Now you're Michelle yes. Walters. I was actually probably uh, uh, Michelle Wilder, but I called myself Michelle Walters because okay. I used to be married to the guitar player in Voodoo. Oh, I wasn't going there. Uh, yeah, well, I just did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. I <laughs> made a promise to you. okay. Everybody knew me as Michelle Walters, so I just kept it that way, and uh, you know, and that's uh, that's it doesn't matter. I'm proud of my family name. I'm also proud that you know I found like the love of my life and I married him. So absolutely. That's so we just tacked that Seabold on there. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I wasn't going the uh, V route um, because I, I promised I wouldn't. We had a very ro- rocky start here, folks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll just jump right in. Mm. <laughs> and then the motorcycles driving by—that helped, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> no, but man, uh, yeah, we had a rocky start yesterday. <laughs> uh, we did. But you know, it, it's all about you know what, folks. Don't insult your guests before they come on the show. Well, yeah, maybe just kind of like don't go. Hey, can I play somebody ah. who you don't really likes music? Stop. Um, Stop. you know. So. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, man. I didn't. Uh, quite frankly, um, all right. Well, you brought up voodoo, and that's We're how I fine, found. Though. We bond. We bond. Sometimes people bond through uh, anger. Uh, it, well, let's let's not call it anger. Let's just call it angst. Um, misunderstandings, Boom. and then when you come back together, everything's cool. You know. So <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, honestly, no, no. I I, I met Michelle. Oh, I want to say two thousand seven. And it was in, at the Rex Theater in Pittsburgh. And oh, it, start- was, it was longer ago than that, baby. Was it, lo- was it really? Mm-hmm. 2006? Five? What? Mm, uh, it was probably, was it with uh, My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult or with Pig Face or? Um, no, no, no. The V, the v word. <laughs> oh, you can, I mean, I, I, I still love, I still love what voodoo, I did with yeah. voodoo. I just, voodoo. you know, it turned into a real pile, uh, mm. you know, um, 
uh, a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 that's all. Um, but oh, no, yeah, that it, was 2000. That, that possibly was 2002. It could have been 2003. Wow. Probably, Holy smokes. You're probably, probably right. Wow. Yeah. No, but it's I a fantastic know. album. I fell in love with your voice. I met you after the show. And uh, it, <laughs> I went up to you, and I was just like, man, your riffs and your beats sound like ministry. That's one of my favorite bands. And you're like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Aww. But, and then after that, it was uh, all downhill. Uh, no, no. I mean, we're, we're all good. Uh, you know, there's something you need to know about uh, that, I, that a lot of people do know about me. Because mm-hmm. I'm a hothead. I'm from Florida. I was born and raised in Florida, so I'm a hothead, um, and I get mad and I spout off. But I'm also extremely forgiving, uh, <laughs> and uh, and I, in in fact, I'm going to throw this out there. My um, my ex husband, uh, who is in you know uh, who created Voodoo with me, uh, wow. we we all created Voodoo together. Um, we're still really good friends. Good. Um, so, you know, um, it's not like, um, you know, it's not like I don't, uh, I don't forgive and the people that I love, I'm loyal to until the end. It's a great moment in time and a really great piece of music. Uh, The whole deal. I love that album. Uh, absolutely. Oh my God. I happened upon the other one by mistake. We're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not, that, that's so, not an album. But, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You're, God, you're spot on. Um, but, well, of course, Trouble with the Fix was like my favorite song, but Doomsday, Dogfight, I loved all that stuff. And you, you kicked ass that night. And that's why I, I was really hard pressed to not talk about voodoo. And I'm glad, you, I'm glad you are. That is awesome. You know, it, it's funny because when we went into the studio, we went into the studio with what I felt like was a totally different album hmm. um, than uh, than what came out on, you know, Invisible and Underground Inc. Hmm. Um, it it uh, Trouble with the Fix used to be all singing the whole song, and then Martin was like, "Hey, do this spoken word thing." And name, I was name drop, please, Michelle. Name drop, Martin. Uh, you, you like that? You like that? No, um, name drop. So. Well, Julian Beeston, who was with Knights of Red, but he was the drummer for Knights of Red for a while, um, he was, he was mm. the sound engineer on that album. So he was actually the one really in there pushing me to do things that I wasn't really comfortable with because at that time I was really a brand new singer. Um, I, and I wasn't, I didn't know my capabilities at that, at, at the time as a singer. I knew I could like pull it off, but yeah, I Yeah, you know. proved it. You proved it live. Oh, th- well, that's where, that's where I actually found my feet, you know? Um, so it was, uh, that playing live is something that I would do every single day for the rest of my life if I could. Um, well, there goes that question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. How do we explain pig faced? Pig face, I, I, mean, I mean, it's the greatest combo contribution of artists altogether. How do we go about explaining that and what you're going to be doing with them? Oh, I don't think there's any explaining Pigface. Pigface is a, is is a spectacle, mm-hmm. and that is exactly what Martin wants it to be, and that's that's good. That's what that's what when you go to see a show, it should be. It shouldn't be a bunch of uh, guys standing there in their street clothes, um, <laughs> staring at their fingers, and you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> being just you know like so cool that they're boring everybody to death pig face is kind of like a vaudeville right uh but unrehearsed it's like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people that are really theatrical and uh and f- fun and weird naturally weird people do weird things when you put them on a stage together yeah and you, and, you don't know and, what you're getting you don't know what you're getting from one song to the next Oh no, and and uh, from one night to the next, or or from one minute to the next, really. I mean, it it's it's really uh, pig face was a absolute mm. highlight of my life. Honestly, and you're going uh, to be reliving and I it. Met, soon. I met Steven there too. Sorry to nice. interrupt. No, 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 no. Go on, go on. Oh, that's just, uh, you know, I met Steven during the, the, uh, United One tour and, 
uh, we fell in love and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I really owe a pig face like my entire life, you know? So when I say it sounds, it sounds a little melodramatic when I say, you know, like that was a highlight of my life, but <laughs> it really was because it changed, it changed, um, everything. Yes. And I've also been able to explore a whole bunch of different musical directions, um, and become a better singer, become a better performer by being in pig face with a bunch of really amazing performers, um, and, and people that are, uh, legends yes. really in I the agree. scene. I agree completely. Um, we're going to give them a taste right now because there are folks out there that have not heard this yet. That's why I like exposing people to new stuff and it's not new, but it is to some people in their ear holes. I'm just saying, but, uh, how would they get mad if we played uh insect, incest, uh, insect suspect? <laughs> yeah. Try saying that five times. <laughs> you know what? I doubt it. It's, pretty uh it's a pretty open and um loving community uh, that likes to share their music so i'm trusting uh, you on this <laughs> since that is um my husband's song uh <laughs> originally that uh, originally insects was a hate department song uh i'm just gonna go ahead and say yeah go ahead nice oh hate department <laughs> oh my god all right. Yeah, we're, we're opening up all kinds of doors here. Um, yeah, let, let's give them a taste. Uh, there are folks out here, like I said, that have not heard this, and what a shame. It's a classic, and uh, we'll get right back with uh, Michelle. To anything, answer for everything, buried in lies.
we're back. And that was not KMFDM. Oh, God, did I hit another sour note there? <laughs> I, I do I do poke the bear. Uh, it's so sensitive and sweet. That was a pig face. Absolutely. And if you guys never heard that song, you're out of your minds. Anyway, but we're back with Michelle. Michelle Walters, Seabolt. Hi. Hello. Um, formerly of Voodoo, which was how I found you. Um, who wrote the music for that first album? Who wrote it? Uh, it was a collaboration. It was a true, honest collaboration between, um, mostly David Flick, who did the programming, the electronics. Mm. Oh. Was that Leslie Rankin calling you? <laughs> she's, she's, she's been on here. Yes, she's so cool. Oh my god, is um, she ever. Oh. Yeah, she really is. Um, but, uh, sorry about that. Um, I don't care. But, uh, but David Flick, who was the program, he was basically like the inspiration for us to go in that direction because Chad, uh, the guitar player, is, was like, uh, you know, he's, he, he loves like the Jake addiction and the cult, you know, mm. things that aren't really electronic based. Industrial, yeah. So, uh, you know, it was around 98. 99 that we actually really got um kind of a little obsessed with electronics mm -hmm. and it, that was the the collaboration actually was between david flick the electro uh, the you know programmer basically mm -hmm. um chad the guitar player and me um and then when billy the bass player got involved he yeah, he was pretty instrumental as as well do you like the term industrial? Uh, I don't really. Do I like it generally, or do I like it uh, as it applies to voodoo or? Well, I mean, it's a genre, and uh, some folks like Jim Simonic and his. My God, have you listened to e the um, Electronic Saviors albums? Oh my God, I mean I that that's industrial. It's electronic, but it's a genre. Um, I don't know if you're into the term. A lot of people don't. I like just it. never really thought it applied. Um. To, to what we were doing, uh, okay. but a lot of people would, would, a lot of people also classified us as goth industrial and I was, mm -hmm. and I didn't see that either. Um, I, I, and maybe it's kind of like the whole can't see the forest or the tree type of thing, but, um, I don't, I, I have no idea what I actually would classify it because we had a real rock element. There mm -hmm. was like a oh, yeah. tribal, a tribal element. There oh, was all kinds yeah. of elements that came together. I think maybe when we got involved with Martin, he definitely made it a lot more like techno disco uh, <laughs> than, than it originally was, which I love because, you know, like base, like, like my life with the Thrill Kill Cult, I'm, mm. I, I was a, a huge fan of theirs. So, uh, so when they kind of, when he kind of like started steering it in that direction, I was like, I will go in this direction. I like this. Now, you again, know? I was trying to get you to name drop, but we're talking about the Martin Atkins, of course. The Martin Atkins, of, yeah. So. Uh, ministry fame, uh, alright. Uh, ministry, Nine Inch Nails, yes. pretty much everything he's had his, he's had his, he's, he's the daddy of industrial. Yeah, the smoke coming out of my ears right now. Thank you. So uh, yeah, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's awesome. He's awesome, and uh, I mean, honestly, you know, a lot a lot of people, uh, you know, might have issues with him or whatever. But you know, he's given so many people amazing amazing opportunities in their lives, mm -hmm. and they are crazy ungrateful um, to him for giving him the opportunities that they would never have had if it wasn't for mm, him. That's so but not they cool. want they want more and they you know and they want they want to be big superstars and they wouldn't have been little superstars if it wasn't for him. Right. So Yeah, stepping stones, absolutely. Yeah, so it, it's a uh, he's he's an he's an amazing person um and uh you know our, we all have faults and uh Martin and I have had a tumultuous relationship at points, but you know, I mean, it's because we're both <laughs> free with the way we uh, express ourselves. Yeah, I found that out yesterday. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, God. Oh, stop, stop, stop. 
I'm just kidding. Um, well, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> don't, you, don't you feel closer to me now, though? Don't uh, you, though? Talk about, my God, breaking the seal. That was insane. All right, anyway. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that hard to do with me. I mean, honestly, it's really just kind of like, uh, you know, Stephen, I have a lot of tattoos. So St- uh, we always talk about, like, what good knuckle tattoos would be. And he says that I should get snap case tattooed on my knuckle. Ooh. So if that tells you anything about, like. <laughs> oh. oh, that poor man. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's the sweetest person I've ever met in my life. I don't know how he deals with me, but he does. Uh, so well, he yeah. loves me. Uh, well, l- let me ask you this: How in in the with the pig face? How do they get all you, you artists like in one place, like at one time? They had um, two buses. We had two buses on both tours, um, and uh, that's basically how it's done because we have to have um, stage technicians, mm-hmm, sound yeah. people. Uh, merch people, the merch. Uh, so we have two two buses, um, and um, I don't know if you've ever been in a tour bus, but it's kind of like mm-hmm. a rolling coffin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I, it, what's what's really crazy is that we at the end of the United One tour, we were on our way from I believe it was St. Louis to Chicago, and the bus. Uh, the bus driver fell asleep and the bus went off of the road and it almost took out it 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 would definitely have killed everybody that was on the side that was about to um you know hit the ground but that would have been martin martin's wife me steven two of the guys from zero mancer oh i love zero mancer oh god oh my god not to interrupt i mean wow i haven't heard that name in a while no, seriously. When we when we uh when we toured with them, get this. The first night of the tour, it was at the Rave in Milwaukee. And Steven and I walked out to watch them play because we'd never seen a play before. Mm-hmm. And we looked at each other with sheer terror because we knew that we were going to go on for the first night of the tour and it was probably going to be, you know, not the best show ever because, you know, it was the first night of the tour. And they could not have performed any more amazingly. They were, they were like gods. They're Duran Duran on crack. Oh my god! And they still are. And they're they are like they're like huge, massively famous over there. Like mm-hmm. massively famous. Yeah, I, I hate. That's why I hate our country. We do. Oh my god! We just these boy bands and crap girl shit bands I, I, i'm so sick of it man know. but you know i can't believe i interrupted your death story to say how much i like zero mancer that's kind of really... well no i mean honestly <laughs> wow it's i mean seriously two of them would have been two of them would have been gone i mean because the bus the bus listed so far to one side and then it overcorrected to the other side and steven and i were sleeping in one bunk um and uh, uh it it tilted so far over that we were literally laying on top of one another on the wall Jesus. of the of the bunk. It's a Cliff Burton story, man. This is horrible. Uh it was it was the most it was it was terrifying. But it, it I mean it boy talk about a moment uh that that you you turn your everybody's soul intertwines mm. at a moment like that. Um, it threw it threw uh, Eric from Zero Mancer out of his bunk. He got a concussion. It was gnarly. It was really really gnarly. But it was uh, you know I mean if that's if that's how you're gonna go, that's kind of how you want to go on your way <laughs> on the way to the last show. So <laughs> no, that's no that, that wow no that's horrific. Um, it actually was going to lead me to my next question, but you already answered it. You told me some stuff in confidence, and I won't bring that up. But I was going to say, do you have any nightmares when it comes to touring? You just nailed it. Um, anything worse than that? I don't think so. Oh, we had all kinds of stuff. But, I mean, if it, when we weren't on tour with Pigface, we actually bought uh, an RV, which was – Martin told us that we shouldn't do that, and it was that was good advice, but we did it anyway. Um, and the muffler fell off, so we were driving down the road, and I was talking to Steven on the phone. This was a uh, Hansel and Gretel tour. Um, oh, my God, another band I love. Uh, and 
that was the fucking Uber tour. Uh, that wow. was, that was their, that was like their, basically their, uh, their comeback tour because mm-hmm. they weren't even touring for years and years before that. So yeah, and they lost members uh, and stuff. Oh yeah. So that was their comeback tour. So we opened for them on that tour and we're driving down the road and I'm talking to Steven and I was like feeling my lips and I was like, I can't feel my lips. This is so weird. And he was like, get out, get out of the car, pull over. Oh my God. Yeah, because we were all getting carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh my god. Yeah. Um Oh my god. We, we got into a a full blown like parking lot fight, like of punching faces and oh, a full blown during a riot in Hall- uh, Halloween in Los Angeles. Oh my god. Oh, uh, being on the road, being on the road is like being like a glorified hobo with transportation. <laughs> it's crazy. Um and you really don't realize how little you need, which I've overcompensated now because I've got so much stuff now it's ridiculous, but hmm. um but you really don't realize how little you need when you're on the road and you're happier that way you don't have to worry about this or that you have other stuff to worry about but that's life you know yes um uh, the last day of that that the fucking uber tour with hansel and gretel we were driving in new york city rush hour traffic and our trailer comes off of that stupid rv and passes us it passed us oh my god yeah so that was wonderful oh my god (laughs) that's like straight out like a chevy chase movie (laughs) It was every single, every single tour was like that. So, you know, you start off all hyped up (laughs) and then you end up getting carbon monoxide poisoning. (laughs) You can't feel your lips, you know, (laughs) Yeah, Tuesday. All right, folks, we're going to hit a commercial right about now. And I think we're going to let Michelle pick a song from the first Voodoo record. Oh, the one that uh, matters. uh, Hold on. Let me see. I got to pull this thing out. Actually, I don't even know where my Voodoo record is. Um, oh, I've got my choices. Uh, man, I, all I have is the remix record here. Yeah, that's the yeah the second one. Um, well, I'm gonna go with Trouble with the Fix. Oh, you, what, I thought you played that one. No, 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 no. Oh, no. you played Insect Suspect. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trouble with the Fix is. <laughs> How can you say is, that uh, so easily? My God, I can't say that song. That's because I've said it a billion times. Insect. But you know what else is a really good go. one? Mm-hmm. Doomsday. I think that I think that Love one might it. have been, and that one actually has some somebody, a former friend of ours, uh, as a guest vocalist in it as well. Oh, we can't mention. You can mention. You can mention them. I won't. No, uh, I won't. No. <laughs> no, this is your show. All right, man.
dark, but you should be. There are things that grow here in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Still here? Okay. Let's play a game. <laughs> I've got Michelle with me right now. Michelle Walters Seabolt. Hi. St- still hanging out? Yeah. Hell of a voice. Hell of a voice. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Yeah, I can, I can, I can hear you blushing. I really am. So I, uh. I, I still don't know how to take that. I came, I came into singing really quite late in my life. I used to call myself microphonophobic because, uh, <laughs> I was terrified that I thought that I sounded good, but I didn't, you know, because you know that you ever, we all know those people that think they jam and uh, they suck hard. Yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, we, we know a few up close and personal, don't we? Uh, moving on. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> now you have this thing going on, Vulture Culture Vintage. Yes. You want to talk about that a little bit and... Well, you know, what's funny is that that actually stemmed out of, uh, out of my music as well. Um, because when I came off of this pig face, you know, I, no, it was off after the Hansel and Gretel tour. I moved out of my ex-husband's house and I moved in with my mom. You know, I mean, it was, it was a, it was a difficult time and I didn't have any money. So I had, I had a great Dane and my car. So I had my car insurance and my dog. I had to feed him, and I had to uh, pay for my car insurance. So I started selling shoes, my 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 touring shoes, John Fluvogs and Doc Martens, you know, just like <laughs> my real great shoes, and I'd put them online. And there was a pair of Fluvogs that I bought in Florida for like $5 at some, I don't know, little store. And I sold them for like 100 and something dollars on eBay. And I was like, ooh, hmm. uh, I could like maybe do that a little bit more. So I started to do that more and more and more. And that actually turned into my full-time job. And now I have a shop here in Portland, Indiana. Um, It's a huge shop and it has more in there than I could probably ever sell in my lifetime. But, (laughs) and, uh, and I have, I don't know, probably a thousand things online that are ready, ready for sale. Cool. Now, uh, we did talk about Twitter a little bit. You're not quite established, or you are, and just not- I, I'm on there, and I'm sure people could find me. <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> I just don't get on there as much. I do get on Instagram now. Uh, also, my my shop, uh, my shop is on Instagram too. My shop is just vulture dot culture dot vintage, um, and my Instagram is Michelle Siebold, I think. You need to be sure about that. I do need to be sure about that. I'm going to log right. in. Hold on a second. <laughs> well, I want to ask you, though. Do I can you, still talk. Do you, um, like, any solo music that you can mention? Are you Do you do anything on your own? I do t- too much on my own. Um, and it's not really on my own. It's, uh, it's you know, with Steven. Um, my, yeah, my name on my name on Instagram is Michelle Seabold, S E I B O L D. Um, and uh, but this new thing that I'm going to be doing, I love it. It's called Madame Mall, M O L L, um, and it is seriously 
brand new. We had a project called AmeriClone um, that was actually in a Dario Argento movie. I love Argento. Do you really? Did oh my you see God. Giallo? Yes. What that, about what about Jennifer? Our, Did you see? Our, that we have three songs in that movie. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. And well, it was a it was a really weird situation because somehow they accidentally didn't license our music. What? Yeah, they they just kind of put it in there, um, and uh, so we kind of had to go in a like a different way to to get you know paid for for the music that was on there. But by the time they had done it, we didn't get we didn't get credited for it, so oh. we're not anywhere on the credits there's no way to know that it was us that is the bane of my existence i is, hate that isn't that horrible i'm like because okay i can go well we actually were in this movie but you would never know that oh i hate that i i've had this conversation with so many times um the, the reason i started the show and again we're 153 episodes in uh, was just that the musicians not getting credit for the music or getting paid you know i just i can't stand it artists in general not getting paid for the work. And uh, that is why, that's where the show came from. Um, me and Heather started this up and, and uh, it just our love of Jane's addiction kind of started it off, but then it just went somewhere else. And it has everything to do with artists not getting what they deserve. Uh, it's funny because since I've been talking to you about doing this show, I've had cattle whistle in my head the entire time. Um, <laughs> and I was, that was my, by far my favorite band when I was a kid. Uh, I believe that. Oh, oh, I was uh, obsessed with Jane's Addiction. Uh, everything Jane's Addiction. So, um. Just saw them too. They were great. Uh, Still of course, great. Of course they were great. They're Jane's Addiction. They're amazing. Um, you know, uh, that was one of, one of my first shows was seeing them, uh, well, I was like in the audience, uh, it is Ohio, not far from you really, uh, in Cleveland. We were there and in, it, like right in the front and, um, I'm looking on the stage and, uh, oh, there's my co-host. She got to get on the stage. Nice of her to invite me. And she's standing there because she's like Twitter friends with Dave Navarro now. Like, oh, okay, great. Thanks. Oh my God. I got dissed. Yeah, I would, I would be, I would be so pissed off. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Don't worry. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get you mad now. Oh, oh it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Um, okay. So question. Uh, you didn't set out to be a musician or artist in the, in the beginning. I did. That was not what I thought was my life's calling. Uh, you really want to know the story? This story is actually, I think, I think it's funny, but probably other people are like, what an asshole. Now nah, this is your forum. Um, uh, is, is that I was actually just playing kind of like keyboard and Chad's band. Um, you know, like doodly do making sound effects, <laughs> you know, doing dumb girl stuff. Um, and, uh, and, so we had we had a we had a singer and he brought a friend over and his friend said oh man the singer guy um the singer guy warned me that you were like a real asshole and uh you know you're you're really pretty cool and i was like he did what you know like i was i was Fist, fist I was so yeah. pissed off. I'm like, you know, you, people people can form their own opinions about me, I, and if they if they've come to the if they come to the opinion that I'm an asshole, so be it. But don't don't go into a situation trying to preface that with that. That's you know, and now Michelle's an asshole. That, that's definitely the way you're going to piss me off. So being microphonophobic, like I told you about before, mm -hmm. I know it's a stupid thing, but that's I've always said it. So no, no, it's not. Um, but I did, I mean, I'm serious. Like, I didn't want to do any backup vocals. I didn't want to do anything. But this guy pissed me off so bad, talking shit about me. And then, you know, like, that I was like, fine, I'll do it. And I was, uh, that was, that was that. I was the singer from then on. Um, the Fury. Uh, yeah. So, and, and Chad and, and, uh, and Dave were really, very happy with the with the outcome of that. Uh, you know what? I think I may have spun off so much. I don't remember the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, perfect, perfect, excellent, perfect excellent. answer. This is my extra version uh, working against me. <laughs> but no, um, this, actually, very serious situation here. I, I talked to again a lot of musicians, a lot of artists. 
And one thing that seems to be, oh, I don't know, very common, uh, friends and family, do they get behind you in your music or do they step away? Uh, well, I, um, I, I don't think I could have been more supported. My mother That's nice. is, a, is a musician. She, she, she's, uh, she went to school to teach music. Uh, she's a, she's a flute and piccolo player. She's, and, a, and on top of all of that, she's just a, an amazing human being. Like, she is an asset to the human race. I'll tell you that. That's cool. Um, and, uh, and so she was extremely supportive, obviously. I, I don't know that really anybody else matters of uh, being supportive. Good. You know? All right. That's cool. Good answer. Uh, finally, a positive answer. Because uh, I deal with a lot. Like, when you post something, say you, you wrote a song, you made a video, you put it up on Facebook. Um, you get three hits. Now you put like a cat next to a bowl of pickles and you get like 60 freaking hits. They, I, I find that people are not very supportive in that respect. And I don't this, know. Uh, this goes with everything. Yeah. If I post, uh, something, you know, uh, I photograph models in my, in my vintage clothing and they're, the, the photos are stunning and the, the styling is spot on. Everything's beautiful. I will literally get two likes on that. But if I post something about somebody, you know, making a fart joke or something like that, <laughs> I got a hundred likes on it. Right. So I don't understand what the aversion is. It's, it's, it's just, it's just like handmade art, handmade mm -hmm. art where people devalue it because they think, well, it's just you, you know? Uh, um, yeah. and, and you, you asked me about my, my friends and my family being supportive. Um, uh, and they, they, I don't know who I consider friends. So hmm. uh, it, I mean, I have a lot of Facebook friends, but yeah, but who's real and who's not, you know? Yeah, and I really, I mean, me personally, I go out of my way to try to be supportive um, of people's art, even if it's not something I'm particularly into, mm -hmm. because creating is creating, and it's going to be something that somebody is into, and that's important. It's important. Oh, where'd you go? You put yourself on hold. <laughs> You're cool. You put yourself on hold. That was funny. It was no. Somebody tried to call and it came through on uh, my iPad too. So okay, you're good. Um, uh, I I I don't know how much of that you caught. And no, we got I, it all. Got it all. Don't worry about it. Oh, sweet, you're good. good. Um, I was gonna take a twist here. Um, for a little humor. All right, most ridiculous fanboy moment, and don't say me. Um, what was oh, your? Oh wait. I thought you were talking about me being a fanboy because uh, I've no, done no, no, no. Come on, you get approached and somebody was ridiculous. No. Uh oh, I I have got it. I'm not sure it's appropriate <laughs> for me to say it. Uh, it doesn't uh, matter. Uh, we 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 can do explicit shit here. No, 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 no. Oh God, no. <laughs> it's not like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, here, uh, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say it because it is the most ridiculous, like craziest thing. You'll ever hear. And I think she would agree with this. In St. Louis, a fan of ours came up and she had a tattoo of my face, the, fa the face that's on the Blessing of Curses. Wow. On her arm. How'd that and make you feel? An, that's weird. It is an excellent tattoo. You can like really tell it's me. You know, it's not like, <laughs> it's not like, oh, that's a portrait. Don't know who it is. It's an excellent, <laughs> beautiful tattoo. Well, here's where it gets real, real weird. Because that's not? It, that, it, no. You'll see why. <laughs> You'll see why that's not weird. She is actually the one who replaced me in voodoo. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Here we go. And she uh, has subsequently m married my ex-husband. Okay, this is creepy. I told you. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, so she moved into the, my, my old house and married oh my, my ex-husband and. All right. It, wow. I did not want to take this turn again. Oh my God. I mean, no, I mean, but the, I mean, Hey, you, you asked that question uh, and it is, that is, it's the weirdest thing. It is. And I'm, like I said, uh, this hasn't always been so 
such a um, we uh, a hot subject for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've been we've been to their house. We've been out to dinner with them. Steven actually produced that second album that that she was the singer on. So I know I said I wasn't going to talk about no, that, but I tried. Well, here I, I, I really did try. Um, I did say so, fanboy, by the way. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I mean, mm. yeah, that uh, I I think that was the weirdest, and everything else, <laughs> everything else has been like amazing. I've made I, I've made my, one of my best friends was a fan. He was up front singing, and he's like literally who I turn to for everything now. He's like one of my best friends. Cool. And he was he started off as a fan, so I can't say that I've had any weird, uh, inappropriate or fanboy moments because I I. I don't, I don't see people like that. If people get excited about what I do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking get excited with them. Fantastic. Know? And you should, um, you should, you absolutely should. Uh, well, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's why you anybody, do it. Anybody that's too cool for their fans is a piece of shit. Yeah, so. I agree. And we both know a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure do. Sure do. Oh, Lord. Again, the best conversations, folks, happen off the air. <laughs> oh man. But that was on the air though. That was pretty good too. Well, just now. <laughs> All right, so any embarrassing moments on stage? Uh of course. If you don't have any embarrassing moments on stage, you're not a real performer. One time <laughs> People are afraid to, to admit that though. They really are. Well, of course they are because everybody's so worried about being cool and they put their hands in their pockets during their pictures and then they uh. like, you know, cross their arms and they look like a badass. Um I'm not a badass. I'm. Uh, oh, 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 wait, wait, no, no, no. I, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you. You are. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, I'll take that. Um, a a gun wielding badass. I, I mean, I do believe in our uh, Second Amendment, uh, our Second Amendment rights to protect ourselves. Uh, I always hope that I never have to use any weapons on anybody, but I will protect innocent people. I'll protect myself, um, uh, and I will protect the people that I love, and I'll protect the people that I don't know that could possibly be in a, in the crossfires of bad people because there are bad people out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But, uh, uh, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so one time I, um, I, you know, sometimes when you're singing, your mouth gets sticky and you kind of need to get the, you know, the sticky out and stuff like that. And, oh, I remember I have this, to admit, so, uh, no. This is embarrassing. I'm going to tell you an embarrassing story. <laughs> okay. Um but we were in Seattle and it was like a sea of people. We were at the Phoenix in Seattle and it was like a sea of people and everybody's just jamming. And I go to spit because, you know, I do this almost every night. I'm gross too. Oh, um, no. oh, just no. to interject that. Uh, and I go to spit and it just hangs on my chin oh. like a, like a fucking goober goatee. It was disgusting. And I know everybody saw it. <laughs> oh, it goes with the territory. I won't hold it against you. <laughs> I know, and I didn't even play it off like a cool guy. I didn't even play it off. <laughs> you like, didn't I was wing like, it. <laughs> like I was like, try to pretend like it didn't happen and wipe it away. Like I didn't just rock it. I should have just rocked it. Like I was proud of myself. <laughs> Hit the bass player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, exactly. Hilarious. <laughs> Here you go, Levi. You can have my giant sticky booger, my booger <laughs> snot. <laughs> Poor guy. All right, so, man. Listen, Michelle. Um, this is where you plug everything you got and where you want people to go. <laughs> Nicely. Uh, uh, okay. Well, I mean, uh, it, you know, you can find Voodoo anywhere. It's B O O D O U. Um, and even though that's not my scene anymore, I still love for people to love music that they that they dig. Um, so uh, my new thing is uh, I don't have a website for it yet, and I've just started on Facebook for it. It's called Madam Mall, M-O-L-L. And you can just Lost ya. find that at Facebook.com at M-A-D-A-M-M-O-L-L. Say it, say it again. Mich- Michelle, say it again. You, uh, uh, we lost yep, you. And, and you. You lost it? Yeah, say it again. Uh, and Madam Mall is uh, just at Facebook.com at slash madam m-a-d-a-m-m-o-l-l um madam mall and that's going to be the new thing it's going to be coming up soon so there's absolutely nothing to listen to right now <laughs> um but i promise it's going to be rad uh so americlone um i have to find it sorry google it uh are you googling 
No, I'm Facebooking. So Americlone is just uh, Americlone is just Facebook.com slash Americlone, uh, and that's the stuff uh, you'll hear the stuff that you heard in Giallo on that. Cool. Um, and I actually should not be plugging Giallo, but yeah. we still get sync. We still get sync from it, so I'll take it. Um, yeah, and, I, I don't like uh, that. I'm not happy about that. But okay. It's it's what it is. We we do we do get paid for it. We just didn't get credit for it. Oh, okay, we do, okay, okay. We do get paid for it. Right. Oh, good, good. Um, uh, fi- finally. Um, and uh, and then of course I I think everybody should check out Vulture Culture Vintage. Um, uh, and uh, and that's just you go to vultureculturevintage.com and that'll direct you everywhere. My little pet project is uh supermannequin.com and that's just a kind of a side thing and it's really weird because I refinish and repair and paint uh, mannequins <laughs> vintage mannequins it's a very very weird thing to do not not for these airwaves my friend it's not weird <laughs> yeah. it's not fantastic and twitter hopefully someday somehow uh, get your hubby on that yeah I don't it's worth it, man. Uh, I, I can tell you. Let me see. Right, let me see if I can just get to that really quick. Do you have a second? Of course I do. Okay. Critical <laughs> alert from Microsoft. What? What? Your computer has a... <laughs> that, that doesn't sound good at all. That, I think I hit... It wasn't actually Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was like some type of scam thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's just uh, Michelle Siebold on Twitter. <laughs> Okay, you're killing me. All right. As always, folks, at, oh, let's go www. at fairly dark. Uh, now let's go at fairly dark on Twitter, www.fairlydarkproductions.com. And, uh, find all my stuff there, man. Find some books, comics, whatever you like, and all the shows are there. I want to thank Miss Michelle Walters Seabold for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. This you're, has been really fun. You're fantastic. Well, I, I had to rally, dude. You're going to kick my ass. Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Say goodnight, folks. That's up to you right now. Oh, good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs>
folks. We lied. We're back. <laughs> it was uh, not quite over yet because, once again, the best conversations happen off air. And we just had a really good conversation, too. That's too bad that that wasn't on there. Fuck yeah, man. Well, it is, though. Your uh, second show ever? Oh, oh, yeah. My second – well, actually, the first one was in a garage uh, with – I mean, it, I don't even know that the first one actually counted because uh, it was, like, at a party, you know? Mm-hmm. But – so we'll say actually the first time I was ever actually on a stage was opening up for Pigface in Charlotte at Tremont uh, during the Preaching the Perverted tour. And then Martin signed us, and the second show we ever did was opening up in Kansas City, Missouri for My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult. Badass. And and I wasn't like a spring chicken, so and I wasn't really <laughs> confident. So you know, for people that are like, oh, I could never get up on stage, and I'm like, you really can, you know, you really, you really can. It, but it does take everybody encouraging everybody else. Yeah, we were talking and, about that off air actually, and uh, I could never. That's why I never pursued it. I couldn't take that base and get on a stage. And there was nobody that would give me that shove. And that's what you were just talking about. Very few people give you that shove. Very, very few people. And it, that's, that's a shame because we, all of us as, as art, artistic creatures, every person is an art, artist in some way, uh, need to encourage other people being artists because mm. when you squash one way of them trying to find their way to be an artist, you could potentially be squashing their natural ability to do something really profound mm. uh, because you might make them uh, nervous or scared to do something that they are good at yeah. by telling them their shit at something that maybe isn't their maybe isn't their thing. But but dive in head first, and you never know what can happen. I mean, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah. So just. Be supportive and be a decent human being. Yeah, that's okay, all, that's all the, that's all the time we have here on Doctor Phil. Yeah, right. So uh, <laughs> we took a dramatic see. twist here. You can play dogfight. I like Deep Light Blue too, though. Ooh, that's tough now. And and the Fallen. Okay, uh, I'm not gonna make this decision. You going, are going. I can't thank you enough. Thank you. This has been a, just a, a real pleasure. Thank yeah. you so much. Therapeutic too. Hmm. Yeah, I know, right? So. <laughs> New yuck. This is oh. a feel-good show right here. <laughs> is it though? All right. <laughs> good night, folks, friends, and fiends. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, Michelle, I think she'll be back. I think. I will. I will. If you'll have me, I'll be back. Of course. All right. Good night.
ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement. Inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast.